Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Welcome to Do Not Relent. I'm Slide Whistle, and you can join our Discord at do notrelent.com. We do Wordle, we do fun stuff, we talk about nudie pics. Not really. What about you guys? Well, you can. Uh, sorry, I was so <laughs> thrown off by the fact that we definitely do not have nudie pics. Sorry. Um, well, I'm Immunization. And I'm Quandale Dingle. My brother ate a weird bug. And then I found a peanut on the floor, but it was brown. Are you guys down with the Quandale Dingle meme? I, uh, I found it today at work, and I was just absolutely just tooting and fruiting out at this lovely internet goof-em-up. To be fair, I thought that you made that all up on your own. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like an Aaron meme. I, I didn't know well, this was well, a pre the, 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 the only real thing is that you use a deep voice and use the phrase Quandale Dingle, but then <laughs> the instructions on the how to make it, because this man did a how to make a Quandale Dingle meme video, is just say goofy stuff and then make mouth what? noises. But you guys won't be able to hear the mouth noises because I'm going to add some extra in post. Okay. <laughs> also, I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag, and we don't have any nudies on our Discord. That could change, and we could make a channel for Why? it. I don't know. I currently am nude because the guy did 80% of the AC work today and he said, I will come back tomorrow. <laughs> and so we are still in the heat. Welcome to Aaron's AC Lockdown, where he's now in week two, three, uh, three? Yeah, two, but it feels like day infinity. I haven't worn a pair of pants. Sometimes I hop in the shower just to get wet and let the water glisten on my body and then go, ah! Why can't I just live in here? It's a hot day today. I don't know if it's hot in Michigan. In your home state, I mean. But it's hot in my home state. <laughs> oh, boy. Since when have we ever been secretive about this? Yeah, I was going to say, episode 179. Despite the fact that... I'm pretty sure the fact that you're in Chicago is referenced in, like, seven episodes' titles alone. But we're secretive again. It's me, Quandale Dingle. Well, here to say that the heat is making my jello scuberate. Did I, did I do that right? There you go. You did. Uh, I was about to say, where are the voice, the sounds, but you added some, so I like it. Anyway, this is a World of Warcraft podcast. Disregard the last two minutes, except for our Discord, which is at do notrelent.com. I was going to say, is it a World of Warcraft podcast? Yes, it is. And I guess I'll kick us off with some wow related news i guess some of the big stuff that i wanted to talk about is that we have like information about season four which will happen in 9.2.5 and that is i I don't was it official which dungeons were actually going to be voted in from wad yes yeah well did we reach a consensus the only thing i knew was fucking what's it called grimrail depot was like a shoe in and then the writing was on the wall for the other choice. I guess, to be fair, that's true. We kind of checked out when we saw that how high the percentage votes were, and we are like, all right, Grimrail Depot and what's the other one? Iron Docks. Uh, so those are the two from there. And then, yeah, as we, as everyone knows, we have uh, the two Machagon ones, the two Karazhan ones, and then the two Tazavesh ones. Those are the eight for the upcoming season. I know we talked about this before, but, like, I legitimately don't really understand what happened like how did we get these two dungeons like what were the majority's thought process as it was it a troll even the people that hate wow were like i'm gonna vote grimrail depot because it'll be killer on mythic keys i think i think the fact that grimrail depot was gone for so long people miss it and like we definitely want that one as far as iron docks I think people just really value shooting the big stars at the Grons. That's really the only thing from it that I can be like, wow, what a scoop. What a fun time. So I think that the two that made it in represent like two halves of the WoW community. I feel like the Grimrill Depot is just like more casual people and goofsters being like, yo, it's on a train. That's really cool. I'm going to vote for that. 
And then the other one is we need a short, quick, efficient dungeon. Um, those people voted for Iron Docks because that's a pretty straightforward, fast dungeon, right? I mean, yeah, I still say, and I know it's got a lot of RP at the beginning, but Akindun is the simplest, oh. the simplest dungeon out there, other than the Stormwind Stockade. I will it, say, it rivals okay, so- Stormwind Stockade in pure. This is just the letter T shape. So when we, if you're not familiar with us. When we first started playing, we started playing during WAD. So we did all these dungeons as babies. I'm really, really curious how these dungeons are going to translate into, like, 15s, into 20s even. Because think about it. When we were babies and we were doing uh, Iron Docks, the last boss has that mechanic where you have to hide behind the various boxes. And if you don't hide behind the boxes, what happens? You fucking die immediately. You are one shot. And so, like, I'm trying to, like, Auckland Dune has that, too, because that last dude, if that Infernal gets on you and you don't know what to fucking do with it, it's just going to beat your ass and kill you immediately, right? Yeah, or even the second boss, second boss, I think, there, where he, like, throws a part of him and it becomes, like, a shield for you all to stand behind. If you aren't behind that, you die, too. There's a lot that's yeah. scary in there. And I, I remember when we were doing Mythics, period, because that's all you could do in WAD. The, yeah, the the elemental during the Terangor fight, like, would take months of planning. And granted, we were doo-doo heads, but it would be like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'd be throwing my laptop at the wall like, the guy keeps beating me up. I can never be fast enough. Dude, we were so bad. Like, like I think we would just choose to, like, run in circles instead of doing any damage to anything. I gotta get away from this demon hitting me. This demon. I also think we wouldn't realize that we needed to move for things until it was already too late. So I honestly think the Iron Docks, once we actually have to hide behind it, I don't actually know if it's a 100% a one-shot. I think it's more so like in the Mechagon wing of the other side where you have to go around a pillar when that one spider thing is doing its big AoE thing. I think it'll be a one shot on like high keys, but then also like aesthetically, they're the same. They're Iron Horde uh, doing Iron Horde things, whether it be rolling big wheels into their enemies or riding big train into Rylax. Like they're so similarly themed. I want like if we got like an Hawkintune just to shake it up a little bit, even though it'd be a little annoying with the RP. Uh, the aesthetically it'd be so good. I hope in the future they. Like, even in Dragonflight or whatever, they just have, like, one or one... Even if it's just one dungeon thrown on that is a rotating one that's just, like, from the past. Like, in the Mythic Plus seasons. Just to keep it fresh, you know? I would love that. Um, anyway, what was the crux that we were talking about? <laughs> um, well, I was talking about them because, like, we officially, I think... They officially locked in that those are the two that are that were voted in. But then also, they announced that the being added to Oribos are three portals to where these new dungeons are which will also be great because having portals to like the old world if you can get them yeah so these are portals to gorgon karazhan and mechagon in specific so did it is that what i saw where they'll be in like the upper level of Oribos? because i'll admit i did see an article that was like new portals come in and there was a broker guy like look at these portals but then i didn't click on it because i was at work and i cannot find it now yeah, so it's, uh, from the look of it, it looks like it's on the top floor by the flight person. Mm. And so they're on they're on the PTR. Some people are saying that this is why I had comments, so obviously I take this with, like, two cups of salt. They're like, well, I think that these portals are going to get removed in the real game. Because once it's off, P- they're on PTR for convenience, and they're not going to be there in the real game. And I'm like, I mean, they better be, because... They can't expect every single player to be able to navigate efficiently to Iron Docks. I mean, like, yeah, because what, what's <laughs> the, sh- the absolute shortest? You're in Oribos, you go to your home city, you go to Storm Shield slash, like, Gutter Ball, whatever they name their extra Ashran zone, and then you fly all the way to Gorgrond, and so that's, like, two portals and three flight paths. Yeah, I think if they didn't actually include these portals, and if it was just to make PTR easier, I think the fastest way to get to the WAD ones would 
would that be just like a garrison hearthstone to storm shield and then flying accordingly or or probably just a garrison hearthstone and then flying from shadow moon to up to uh the other dungeons the real techs are honestly just to be a dark iron dwarf if you're a dark iron dwarf you can literally you're one of your dark one of your mole machines takes you right to grim rail depot and iron docks is like a quick flight path away i'm pretty sure it's really close if they if they take these portals out the entire server is going to shrink by two feet all of the night elves all of the worgen all of the dranny all the tall people four foot five super small but i guess while we're talking about these portals and the fact that they may or may not be added during season four we also have season four being tested on the ptr servers it's called shrouded and uh do you boys know how it works uh i assume everyone becomes rogues and they all get the shroud ability yeah you actually just skip the entire dungeon you know blizzard's like fuck we're tired we have a big headache season four you just you can just go to the end Okay, I've been racking my brain during this. I know I've read this. Is it ha- you can gain secondary stats, right? Like certain secondary stats somehow. Yeah. So at the start of a dungeon, there's like a oh um, fuck, I do broker. just remember, but or vaguely remember, but it was too late because you already started explaining it. So go. <laughs> you lost. Yeah. So there's a broker at the beginning where there you get to choose. I think each person gets to choose their individual bounty. For, and um, the bounties can be crit, haste, verse, or mastery. It's like 2% of crit, haste, and verse. And then I don't know if this is a typo on Wildhead, but it just says 69 mastery. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering about that. I don't think it's a typo. I think mastery somehow scales differently than the other stats, but I also don't really understand the math behind it. I also don't really understand math, period. So not really, and I have no clue. <laughs> Either way, you'll just pick whatever stat is normally best for you, probably. So you do you choose this, and then he gives you a bounty off um, where you have to go around the dungeon and find and exterminate these dreadlords that are disguised as other ads that are just throughout the dungeon. That's, that's what I remembered. As soon as you were starting, I was like, oh no, dreadlord! I saw another Wowhead article that I didn't click that had the word dreadlord in it. Yeah, and then one of the one of the mobs in particular, I don't know if this is random or like established like in a set place for each dungeon, has like it turns into not only just like a a smaller dreadlord ad, but a mini boss of sorts and it, it, he's called Zul Gamix and he has a few mechanics. I don't I don't know if it'll be hard. It'll probably just be like a prideful type deal, you know. I'm sorry. He's called Zul Gamix. Can you spell that for me? Yes. Z U L apostrophe G A M U X. Hmm. I don't like that. I was gonna say it sounds weird for their naming conventions, but then thinking of other ones, there's no real. It's kind of spaghetti on the wall everywhere you go. So I guess I'll accept Zulgamix. Yeah, because like I feel like the most famous ones right now are Melganis and Contessa, and that's just one word each, right? It's like there's no apostrophe or anything. Yeah. yeah, but they sound cool. Zoogamix, not gonna lie, <laughs> sounds kind of lame. Like, I'd, you I'd rather have that chicken shit very Mathuris back instead of these fucking fools, Zoolgamix. I think part of it is that, like, I associate Zool as a troll prefix. Zooljin. No, yeah. Zool, I, 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 li- I, literally, I literally was like, is this Aloha that they just, it's like, gonna say fold- Zool proper. That, that they just folded into, it's just like, we even got to the Loa, and it's just like a giant slug who's like, it's a living. Hey, 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 we're gonna party with Zool McKenzie. Big Zool. <laughs> I'm just thinking of Slurms McKenzie. <laughs> wobble, wobble. I wobbled my last party, girls. Get out of here. He danced to the end with the Slurm Queen. What a hero. But I think I'm going to pull a time warp in this. Whoa, now is the timely time to do that. Yes, so Time Warp is a game we play on this podcast sometimes, too, occasionally. And I'm going to give you both 40 seconds to name as many responses to my question as you can. 
This week is a little bit random, but I went to warcraftpets.com and they have a, a voted system where people, like, it looks like overall, like, several thousands of people have voted on their favorite battle pets. Everyone loves battle pets on this podcast, right? I'm sure you guys are very knowledgeable about Well, them. I do love battle pets. I don't love battling pets, but I do like the little fuckers. So this is this is the fan community voted on favorite battle pets? Yes, they have two time. categories. They have two categories, yes, of all time. Um, there's a top-rated pets for battling and top-rated pets for appearance. Oh, my God. There's a little bit of overlap, but I'm going to ask you to name as many of the top five of either category okay. as you can. That's okay. fair. That's pretty fair, I feel like. My, my mind went blank. I guess let's do, <laughs> let's do this. Let me get my timer ready. God, okay, there on really my is mark. hundreds of them, huh? There's so fucking many. I can't even, like, begin to think. Yeah, I mean, don't go to the... I know I gave you the website. I should have told you that. Sorry, don't... But, like, um... I'll give you guys 40 seconds. On your mark, get set, go. Zergling, little PT, baby little Winston, XT, little uh, Lich King, bananas, little Nefarian, l- l- little l- l- Ragnaros, l- little Agnaros, uh, little, little Deathwing, <laughs> little Nefarian, little Bill, um, little Bush. Um, <laughs> he, he said Iraq. You hear that Iraq thing you said earlier? I, I, I did. Oh my I god, did. that's funny. Um, okay, uh, Sun, Zergling. Sun Hilda. Uh, Unbound Valkyr. Chromagus is pretty good. Chromagus is pretty good. Oh, Bone Storm's fucking um, really good. Um, fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm trying to think of the best pets. I can't She's think a, of the cool ones. Bananas. It's a ghost lady. She's a. Ban- Un- <laughs> no, no one has bananas. She's Unbound a ghost lady. Valkyr Time. Again. Oh, fuck, that's the one. So. I'm gonna read them off. Let me know if you guys said any of these, but I'm pretty sure Aaron won by only name. By, like, he's the only one who named any of them <laughs> okay well let's hear it let's hear it okay so i'll start with um the top voted pets for how they battle well <laughs> is um number one is the anubisith idol i have him that's juice man muscles he does so much work for him. me i do have Fuck. him as well and then the number two on this list is i think aaron named it first is the unborn valkyr yeah. yes he said he said unbound he said unbound, but I would I, give him... I believe I said unborn in the middle when we were yelling. Yeah, um, there, there's a lot happening in the middle, so that's why I'm asking you guys to clarify this. But I number, was searching for that one, and I could not find it in my brain. Number three is one that I've never heard of called the Mechanical Pandaren Dragonling. Huh. I have that. It's what? really good. It, because it has dragon abilities, but it's a mech. Mm. So it's kind of a cheat. Okay, okay. Number four of the best battlers is Zufu, the Cub of Zuen. I know of him. I've seen him. I might have him, but I've never battled with him. Just kidding. I don't have him. He's like August Celestial bullshit. I don't have him either, but I know he's like OP. And then the Toronto at the top five is the Emerald Proto Whelp. That's the one that you get from what? the Emerald Nightmare, right? Yeah. Ooh. Fuck. I use that one too. That's 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 my sweet little milk girl. That's what her name is. <laughs> You should have just thrown out your actual pet's names here. I, I mean, I wouldn't have known them. But. Specs Razor Tooth. If, if I said Juice Man Muscles, would you have accepted that for a Anubisith Idol? Absolutely, because I have. I can confirm that I knew that that was the name of yours. Damn, I should have said Juice Man Muscles. Okay, so then, real quick, the top five of the ones that people like their appearance that I also would have accepted. Um, number one is Zufu, again, so that's a little bit of overlap. Number two is Ball. Oh, that makes the sense. The one that you get from the waste of time. Okay. Number f- number three is the Valkyr. Number four is the Shadow Pet, which is one of the charity ones. Mm. What's that one? The fuck? And number five is um some celestial bunny rabbit called uh Stardust that I've never seen before. Okay, what's six and seven since there were two repeats? Or oh, that, okay, never mind, never mind, never mind. I, I, yeah, that's extra research. Still looking up right now. Oh, he's, he's, I mean, yeah. I have it up. I have it up here. So number on, on the appearance one uh, yeah. um, is mischief and the sun darter hatchling. Oh, I said didn't do both of those. those. I said I said both of those. I think I won. I think I won. I think I won. I think I won. No, I think I think officially since I very clearly laid out the parameters <laughs> here, um, Aaron is the winner of this time warp. Okay, but what, I do have Pex Blazer Tooth. If that makes you feel any better. <laughs> Yeah, and I have a pet called Randy Orton, so we all we all win here, right? Okay, so anyways, <laughs> Slide Whistle must consume some alcohol. I'm gonna and, get a and, shot. And I and I need to know of your, because I, I believe this is a joke we all did. Of your lagon, which which lagon do you guys have? 
I know I have Laggin Ball GT. Did you guys also get Laggins? I no, I don't. I I never was on this train. Maybe this is just you. Or... Yeah, perhaps it was just uh, Cubby Bub and myself. I know there is a Laggin Ball Z out there. Yo, speaking of Laggin Ball Z, which I don't think I have one either. I ordered these fucking shorts <laughs> from this website that is like anime shorts, dude. They sell like like turtle turtle key. Um, like Goku's training shorts. I'm wearing them right now. I feel Ooh. so cool. I'm gonna go Super Saiyan three with my big hair and kick some ass. Is Super Saiyan three current content at this point? Just okay, so you know about Super be careful. 3. Be very gentle. Super Saiyan. So Goku recently went so, Super Saiyan Super three Saiyan to fight 3 Kid Buu. Ag- yes, exists. We don't know what he can do. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we are, I believe we're close to the end now. I mean, it's been a very slow burn. We kind of fell off a little bit, but we are going to finish it soon. We're a few episodes away from and the then, end, I think. And then it'll be GT, and I'll I'll join in on the watch party, and we'll all go, ARGH! Like we're Peanuts yeah. characters. I, I had that thing where I was like, ah, I love the Majin Buu saga. And then we got to the part of the Buu saga that like I hadn't seen as a kid, because I didn't get to watch it all. And I was like, I don't want to watch anymore, because... Because I I don't want him to have I'm like I want to leave it back with Fat Boo because <laughs> getting the Kid Boo is so hard and so long. This might be a good like after dark topic after we like finish it, but I, I feel like Ooh. I officially think that like the Boo Saga is probably not my favorite. Um, you just, are you yeah. have plenty of company. So, you know, I, I, that's what I was worried about. I think he was worried about saying that because he knows that I like the Buu Saga. But when I said it earlier and I liked it, I didn't see the full picture. So now I'm like, oh, man, the Buu Saga isn't the best. It's yeah. not. It's not. Re- anyway, my, that's for my, later. That's yeah, for my later. man Akira was checking out a little bit. But speaking of checking out, let's check back in. Dunstan checks in to Whoa. the first half of the show. Okay, I've never actually seen Dunstan Chucks in. I've only seen that VHS trailer on my tapes a million times, but we should do that that as a bonus thing as well. Add to the list, we're going to watch Dunstan Chucks in, and you can watch along at home. Also, I'm doing the shot right now, by the way, for losing that <laughs> time warp. And the devil goes down. Oh, boy. To I've got George, a time warp. This is, this is more power than when that one kid killed himself because he saw Optimus Prime die. Just had to put in a classic Chris Chan reference because I see Cubby Bub is in fact listening to the documentary to my left here. Also, that letter from prison. Oh my god, there's so many after our topics so to talk many, about. Yeah. I we can't go into this. We're talking about wow. Focus, everybody focus on wow. Zoom in. Who do we have next in this fucking dive to discuss? Come on and zoom. Come on and zoom. Come on. Oh. And zoom, zoom, zoom on. The fact that they have announced they being Curse Forge and them that they are now having a new standalone client so that you don't have to be associated with Overwolf? Is that what they're Wait, basically are trying so to say? This is a company that's owned by another company. <laughs> Do we trust when they're like, guys, we don't like it either. No. Don't worry, here's the secret one. No. No, it's really shady. I agree with you. I'm like, y'all, first off, this is way too late. Second off, like, this is shady as fuck. You guys were already known to be shady. Like, why should we trust you? So Overwolf says, We've take, we take community feedback seriously, and many of the community members have voiced their preference for a leaner approach, and we've taken this into consideration when developing a standalone version of Curse Forge for Windows. Oh, so is this also just Windows? Anyways, um, and we're watching a standalone Windows, yeah, Windows client. <laughs> fucking, just... <laughs> Aaron circa 2017. You still playing on your MacBook 12? KYS, go jump off a cliff. But yeah, it's like Overwolf announcing that like you could just have a Curse Forge client, but like it's still going to be under the Overwolf umbrella. So like, why should we trust this either? And that's the thing, I. I am still not downloading Curse as of yet. I'm waiting to see how inconvenient I feel. I've been calling any apps that aren't uploading. I've called six more now to manually download. And I don't know. I, I just really feel like because the, the whole the whole thing is they had to make they had to strip down their own thing back to bare bones to pull out the part everybody hates. But you still have to agree to the Overwolf TOS. Which means that they're probably just gonna fucking data mine your shit or put shit on your computer at a later date. <laughs> yeah, 
Oh, but since you mentioned TOS, have we have we talked on the show no, about, we uh, about the Blizzard TOS? A new Think Blizzard we? TOS. No, we haven't. A new Blizzard TOS came out in the PTR when you so is it when you log in or just when you create a new account? I'm I would not I would sure imagine the think... the latter because there'd be no point to agreeing to it every time you log in. It's probably log in for the first time or create a new account. I mean, because I feel like all of us current people will also have to press accept on it, I assume. It is It is essentially, it's it's fully fledged out and it gives a lot more credence to like, hey, if you are like, like homophobic, transphobic, racist, all these things, like here is a clear indication that you agree we're willing to ban you for being so. Because I guess the old TOS was like, if you're being mean, then it was far too vague to actually be policed. So I wonder if this will actually turn, like, will people actually be like, I'm not playing this game because of this? <laughs> I mean, I've seen comments like that on, like, the Wowhead articles or on Twitter. And I'm like, first off, the people saying this probably aren't subscribed to WoW anyways. They're probably just those people that always want to make a fuss. And if they are... And they actually believe that saying that they won't openly be transphobic and violent in chat is too, like, that's too much of an ask for them. Then, like, they probably shouldn't be here anyways, you know? Mm-hmm. If anything, what I suspect is people will just scroll to the bottom, not read it, because you do it with all TOSs, and just hit OK. And then when they are awful, Blizzard now has a real reason to get rid of them. And then they'll hem and haw about, like, oh, my God woke craft but it's like that they, they they will not have taken the steps to prevent this you you everyone knows what's in it but so many people will not actually read it yeah i mean honestly myself included but like i'm not like a hateful shitter i'm i mean i'm a, I'm a shit poster i know but the, like, the you three know. of us are not at any risk of uh being hard banned for this kind of language yeah, and you just know that you're going to be like, this isn't how the game used to be. Now the LGBTQ2 plus A alphabet mafia are coming for us and trying to make us assimilate, which I have seen in trade chat, which is obviously is bait. It's very clearly bait, and no one takes it, but I'm like, you're trying too hard. Like, chill. You're obviously trying to cause a fuss on the gay server in trade chat. Like, we we see you. I mean... <laughs> So now I question because whenever I've seen it, it's with the 10.0 PTR, the dragon flight, like background. I assume this is also coming to classic and wrath classic, which is interesting because I distinctly the very little bit that I played of classic. Someone told me I like it here because we can say these things. So I wonder what is the impact on on wow yum versus What's the real impact on WoW Classic? Because I feel like that's the place you go to get all of your 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 good slurs out. Well, the TOS is not going to be in WoW Classic because they want to preserve as much as they can. They're going to be like, well, in 2006, what did we have? We had Chuck Norris jokes. We had, uh, what's that orc's name who's looking for his wife? Man Crick. We had Man Kirk, Man Crick, and we had gay bashing. <laughs> we got to keep our three <laughs> core essentials <laughs> to the classic series. Yeah, we had that one guy who now that they don't talk about, who literally at BlizzCon called like all Alliance players faggots, and it's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We, it, it, we actually didn't tell you, Cannibal Corpse guy is in charge yeah, of community moderation on WoW Classic. And then just, like, someone gets, like, doxxed and, like, swatted. And you see Jalen Brack be like, just like the old days. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's just like, you know, they aren't going to update the way that the Lanterns and Goldshire shine because, you know, they have better graphics, but they want it to look bad like it did then. And, you know, they just want, like, a cultural appreciation of how awful it was to be any kind of minority back then as well. So... Yeah, I, I agree. Like, no TOS. No TOS. No sleep. Airplane. N- another day. Another day. Another slur. Another slur. <laughs> no sleep. Oh, oh wait. We, we should, if... 
Blizzard, no, fuck, we should do a Pride Month giveaway. Even if there's not any more gay pins, we can just give away some shit. Like, yeah. Like, we, uh, we, 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 have will, finally, we will give away shit. We have shit. finally opened up an official bank. Yeah, DNR listeners, we're an LLC now. We're a business. Good time to plug our Patreon, which we have been using for four months now, five months now. Mm hmm. We've been putting up bonus content, which is an extra recording of us talking after the episode, <laughs> way more drunker than the average episode, with your suggestions that we take in, we spin the wheel, we pick a topic, and we discuss it. And I've we've kept the bank account now. We 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 want to give these prizes back to y'all, back to people. Yeah, because first off, we're using the money that our patrons so graciously graciously have given to us to. You know, obviously, fun though show, but we're like, yeah, we we can use the extra money for giveaways for y'all. So yeah, yeah. All all we wanted was to make sure that we weren't paying for the hosting of the podcast, and we've done that more so than we've needed. So we're gonna fucking buy some goddamn prizes. Let's fucking go. June, mark your calendars. June first. Well, I don't know what the dates are for the podcast releases, but June whatever. <laughs> we'll think of something. So stay tuned. <laughs> June 3rd, 10th, oh, 17th, no. and 24th. <laughs> Something will be happening on one of them. On that day, I'm going to Florida to see my mother for the first time. She's moved to Florida, and I'm not excited at all. And you can write <laughs> in and get a ticket to join Slide to a trip to Maria's house. No, the Patreon costs will not cover that cost because tickets to Florida are surprisingly expensive, and I because they're like, no, we can't, we don't wear masks anymore. Let's fly yeah, everywhere. Be, 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 because it's great. They said, you want to go where you can throw a brick at a gay kid? Come on down to Florida. That's basically it. Do you want to talk about the Windrunner family tribute Easter egg? Or do you want to go to Growl on the Prowl and do it later? You know what? Growl's really been itching to say something. But don't worry. I've got a lot to say about the Windrunner tribute after this break. Did we just Easter egg the Easter egg discussion? Yes. <laughs> okay, this one's a little off the cuff. I'll admit. There's no interview behind this one. It's just something that I want to talk about. So, like, I was listening to this Batman podcast recently, and at the beginning, and the end, and the middle, they have, like, Cheetos ads. And I just want to say, I, Susan Growlina Winningbone, am fully ready to shell out your product. I'm talking chips, Dip, soda, drink, anything. I want to sell your shit. I mean, fucking Manscaped, you can come back. I'm real hairy. I'm willing to shave myself bald, look like a weird chupacabra for you. All I'm saying, the worse the product, the better the us putting it, in, or I guess just me putting it in the middle of the show. So... The bidding starts at one long boy. Just buy me a long boy. You don't even have to pay me. Just somehow crack the code. Buy me a long boy, and I will shill your product. I mean, he, even that loan service that, like, everyone was shilling for, like, the middle of 2021 that had gave you 30% interest rates, I'm down for that. I'm willing to do that. Just get me a long boy. And like two bags of chips. That's all I'm asking. And Cheetos, I heard the ads. I know you're not past it. Call me Chester. It could be a wolf cheetah combination. Anyways, enough ranting. Back to the program. Thanks, Growl, for covering. I had quite the adventure while we were away. But forget that. 
Let's talk about my favorite siblings, white people. And by that, Aaron means the Sylvanas sisters trio. There's four of them. Don't forget baby Leroth. Well, he's not a sister. And I said Sylvanas sisters, but I'm not Windrunner sisters, but yeah. But he's a a Lyrister. Because he plays the the harp, which isn't the 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 liar. Liar He's a liar. If you read the book, you know that he says he's going to stay safe, and then he gets murked in his first fight. What a loser. Which is crazy that, like, he was like, I will fight, I will die, in, like, two seconds. Poor guy. <laughs> you, you, gotta, you gotta think what Varisa showed him. <laughs> like, what was, what was a couple days worth of training? He was like, I'll hold up my shield and stab, and then, like, an orc moved out of the way. He was like, <laughs> little lady moon, you didn't tell me what to do if they move. Ooh. That's him singing as he dies. Ooh. It sounds like the Zoe 101 theme. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, sister, I see you standing there. Do I look good, my dear? You look good today. <laughs> and he goes, Ooh. Ooh, and dies. Yeah, that's not so painful, but so real. So I guess in a previous build, they did a mine a highborn a highborn music track. Which, if you read the book, you know that uh, fuck, what's his name? Lyrith. Lyrith. The problem is, I was I'm thinking about lyre. I'm thinking about harps. Lyrith wrote highborn's re- requiem lament. 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 He wrote was, the song, right? Yeah, and he or performed wait, wait, did, it. Did he? I thought, or I thought he was just the best at singing it. It might be that one. That sounds uh, more right. Yeah, because I think he was just good at. In either way, he owned the song. He was the master of it. It's it, it, it's a real Johnny Cash hurt situation where like, who cares if the Mandrill may have made the song? <laughs> My boy Lyrith Windrunner, he owned it. So he was fantastic. So I guess the people at the Lost Codex found this out, which is they're um, they're always doing work for this kind of secret shit. They're always ahead of the curve. They're AOTC on this stuff. So I guess obviously, while it's like, oh, I guess the hardboard music track is linked to a small Windrunner family Easter egg. Yeah, I mean, I think we all could like, fucking guess that, right? Like, why would it not be? If you visit the Windrunner Spire in Ghostlands, you will find a set of Windrunner family heirlooms in 925 in the PTR build. And it's by the Sylvanas statue that's there. You'll find a harp, obviously representing Lyrith. You'll find a gold and green arrow, which is Illyria's colors. A purple and gray bow, which is Sylvanas colors. And a blue and silver book, which you're like, a blue and silver book? But it's called Two Sons. Two moons, which represents Farisa. I guess she does wear the most silver out of the group, but it's like, I guess. She was also the one that was always wanting to make peace between all of them. She was like the most like the father, I suppose, right? And so if you click on the harp, it spawns ghostly images of the three, of of the four. Because he's there. Which is also, (laughs) it's... It's How does tough. That work? <laughs> it's tough because they all have very distinct different models, but they have them in like armor. So when they spawn here, it could just look like any four assholes. Like yeah. they 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 just look like four elves and and baby Leroth plays a song, but he does it by holding the harp in one hand and doing the like self-cast animation with his hands so he doesn't actually touch the harp i know it's a little easter egg i'm like they weren't gonna go to the nines for this but it was like oh this is kind of slapped together huh i mean i feel like it's a still a cool easter egg and it's a nice shout out to the book i mean it's officially lyrith's first appearance of any sort yeah. in this universe um, yeah his his so. his picture on wow wiki was just the half a second you saw him in the Warbringers trailer so now he actually for the first time has a model 
Yeah, his only model. It's bizarre. But it's just a random night elf dude, like, <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, that's the only unfortunate thing is Lyrith was supposed to be, like, this baby boy. And, like, he's so soft of face and such a child. And then to represent him, they just got, like, the blood elf guy who's, like, this six foot eight muscular dude. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Well, I thought in part of the book, it was described as Sylvanas being, like, surprised about how he was bigger than her, right? I won't lie, that was, that was the first half I was I was, I was just sort of barreling through to be like, why did she punch Anduin? I vaguely remember that, but I've also, like, my brain has been tainted with audiobooks from Richard Knack and the dragon stuff. Yeah, I, I was just thinking that there was a passage about how she was surprised about how when he grew up, then he was bigger now, even though he was her younger brother, but now he's physically bigger than her or something along those lines that does sound correct i will give you points for that one ping okay now once again here we are with slide going into the wildhead comments on the article love the dichotomy of everyone talking about this uh lizzie moon three hours ago says finally something with heart in this game this is great especially after the novel lyrith definitely should have had a part in the expansion now let's see them ruin it with the BS and Tears Fall Glades that's coming. Okay, fine. Ooh. So and then someone says, Moonstalker says, Will we ever be free of the Windrunners? I'm like, whoa, that's Ooh. legit. Speak in my mind. Somebody quotes that Moonstalker and says, For real, Blizzard has never given this much of a shit for her victims. Again, very true. This is right above. Someone who says, finally, something with heart in this game. And I'm like, wow, like, people are literally going at it in this, like, in the comment section again. Such a split. And what's funny is if Wowhead didn't post this article, no one probably would have noticed or the masses wouldn't have known to go here to even see this Easter egg. Yeah, because, like, well, I guess we are going back there for 9.2.5, but, like, who goes to the Ghostlands other than me when I have to do Explorer you can't fly there. Don't go back. I guess since you mentioned it, on the PTR, there is this new highly encrypted splash screen that people have had tons of theories about. Some people think it's about, like, it could be related to the possible quest lines with Anduin and Kalia that have been hinted at. Could be, like, Dark Ranger shit. Some people are like, this means that we're getting an allied race. Like, people are jumping to some conclusions, but it could point to us possibly returning to this area, especially if it's Dark Rangers related, you know? Which I've been hearing that there may be a pre-order bonus again that, that rumor has been spinning up with the Dark Ranger stuff. Yeah, also, like, we said it in our Dragonflight uh, episode, like, whoever it was that said it, that was the one thing that hadn't come true yet out of all of their other predictions, that there is a pre-order allied race exclusive. So, could be related to this uh, encrypted splash screen as well. I mean, obviously, all of this is speculation. It's just, I don't know, because, like, personally, I'm not against it, because... While I'm no whale, I am a Warcraft fan. I'll keep barreling through and seeing what's going on. But Blizzard is in such a, a funny place where they're getting attacked by both sides. I don't think it'd be in their best interest to do anything that might accidentally be seen as predatory or exclusionary. And a pre-order bonus entire race would definitely be seen as the latter. Okay, so to kind of give them a little bit of a benefit of the doubt, maybe it would be a, if you pre-order it, you don't have to do any of the prerequisite, prerequisites to unlock the allied race, whereas like, if you don't pre-order it, maybe you have to do X, Y, and Z in-game to do it first? I don't know. That could be, like, maybe that you pre-order, like, just like a log in do this quite honestly they would benefit so much if they went for the log in and do this quest line free to anybody who wants to do it like just just go through this like make it six hours well they're gonna do it <laughs> they'll they'll do it blizzard they'll do it they're suckers they're all suckers or even if it's like pre-order and day one you get the snow elves and then if you don't pre-order, you like even if it's just like you have to do the standard 
allied race shtick where you do like a two hour quest chain to get snow elves. Like maybe that that's the only way I could see it be viable. If it was like, you have to crank out experience with the snow elves. People get mad when you have to do that normally, just like to get exalted with a group. They'll get extra mad if it's like to earn something. Yeah. Or maybe, or another thought here, just, you know, thinking out loud, like they could be like, you unlock Dark Rangers, Snow Elves, whatever, with pre-order in 9.2.5. Or if you don't pre-order, you can unlock it in 10.0 just for free. But like, you know, you'll have to wait. That's that's the thing is it makes sense to me, but it would not make sense to a lot of terminally online folks. Yeah, I mean, because like the thing is, I'm going to pre-order it because why not? We always get bonuses for pre-ordering it and I'm going to play it. So, you know. <laughs> oh, well, I think it's time for us to head on into our sexiest NPC of the week, baby. <laughs> oh, oh, Shantae. You Woo. stay. Or should I say sexiest NPCs of the week, Spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> this week, we got a double treat for y'all. And we're talking some of our sexiest Xerath Mortis rares, baby. We have not only the San Matriarch Ilias, but also the Destabilized Core. <laughs> it is core to this show that you know that I would be willing to be steam trained by the both of these sharp geometric objects. I mean, honestly, if you have a smart group of people, you can probably have both of them at the same time. They're very close to each other in the sandy portion of the Xerath Mortis zone. So you mentioned that the, they're very close to each other. Uh, do we think... Are we, are we coming in as the third through 15th in this power couple? Or do you think it's just two hotties that are sitting next to each other? It honestly feels like I'm always the third in this relationship. I show up, I hit that destabilized score. I spank her good on her little plated ass. Mm. Their plated mm. ass. And mm. when, she, when she's done, <laughs> what's that? Who's that little beetle up there? <gasps> no way is that sand matriarch Ilias. Let me get out there and solo her. Just me and her, some one-on-one intimate time. I don't tell anybody that I'm there with her because I don't want them to come and steal my time without lovely bug. I will say, I feel like it's probably possible to just spend one-on-one time with both of these bosses. The Destabilized Core doesn't do a lot of damage to you. It just would take you literally an hour and a half to kill it by yourself, I think. I was going to say, that, yeah, that's the thing. So, uh, Sam Matriarch Ilias has 209k health. Probably the lowest health out of any rare in Zerath Mortis, I'm pretty sure. Meanwhile, the Stabilized Core has 75... 750,000 health. Nearly Ooh. three times the amount of health of San Matriarch Ilias. But together, they make a million. And in my heart, they're two little British like, boys. Two, a million? two little British boys in the hit film Millions, where they find money off the train. <laughs> that is why they make a million oh, reference. Dear. <laughs> this, is a re- this is a reference I don't quite understand. Wait, wait. You haven't seen Millions? I have not seen Millions. I'm it's, sorry. Uh, strangely enough, it's a movie I have seen. Which, like, believe that or not. It was a weirdly flash in the... Okay, so you know how Slumdog Millionaire, it came out, everyone saw it, and then it left, right? Millions was like that to a much smaller degree, where certain, like, communities saw it as a group for whatever reason. I don't really know why. It was it was a really weird movie. I liked it, too. I think my, un- my uncle was like, we're all watching this movie, and then we watched it together as a family, and that's the only reason I've seen it, but... Whenever the phrase millions is said, that's all I think of is that movie where they take the money from the Rob train and like, this is our buddy now, right, mate? Yeah, Scallywag. And like, that's the same thing I think whenever I'm flying over this region of Xerath Mortis. I'm like, these two sexy NPCs, they're mine now. And then I've swooped down in. I quickly solo Sand Matriarch Ilias because she's, okay, I will say she's dependable. She's like, I was going to say she's always there. Which might not be true, but if she is there, you don't need to wait for anyone. You guys can just get, get, get it on by yourself, you know? 
get it on solo. Ooh, this is it's almost blasphemous to say these these two hotties are always hanging out together. But do you have one you prefer over the other? Cuz I I'm conflicted because I'm personally I'm a little baby boy. I'm not much for the team sports. I love that I can solo get intimate with San Matriarch Ilias, but she's always putting up a smoke screen when we make love. And I'm like, baby girl, you want to hide me from the world? Destabilized core doesn't do that. She's always willing. She makes more noise when we're getting together. You know, I think she just wants to just like hide away in that sandstorm with you for a little bit. She's like, you know, I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. But like, if you stand in the sandstorm with me for a little bit, we can make it a little bit longer. <laughs> She's like, I'll show you what this little vacuum suction mouth I have on the front of me do. The stabilized core gives me more of a fight. It puts it gives me more of a reason to hang out with them. They're like, no, this is not going to be a quickie. This is going to be a long one if you show up alone. So if you bring some friends, I'll make it an orgy and we'll see how it goes from there. Am I going to kill a couple of them? Probably, because people will stand in my circles that are so sexy. <laughs> and then you can see me truly work out my action. Who has Sand Matriarch Ilias ever killed? Anybody? I don't even know what attack she does other than a obscuring circle. I will say sometimes there are mobs around her that maybe if you were a little baby boy and like you accidentally pulled all of the bugs and ads around her, maybe. But personally, I wouldn't know these struggles. It remains up to debate until we get to the Tafabuzz. The Tafabuzz. Da, 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 da. The tough of buzz, which will eventually happen. Uh, yeah, I, I think this is their first official mention. We ain't got a scheduled day, but it's on the horizon. I'm pointing at the WrestleMania sign right now, and it just says tough of us. The heart knows it will speak, and it will summon the tough of us. And that, for the uninitiated, is the third annual first annual Best Bakers Award Shows. Heroes Hallboard! We don't have one of those. We don't have one of those. Hallboard! It's me on the forum saying, both of these two are the sexiest NPCs of this week. Ooh. And now it's time for our top two bottom boot, medium boot. I'm gonna go first with a Big, fat, top two. You know, it's lost the effect. At this point, I was like, he's saying big, fat in a negative tone. That must mean it's a top. One of these days is going to be flipped. You're going to have your mind blown. Last week, you may have heard me say, my paladin is dead to me. I'm not playing him ever again. (laughs) You said it a couple times. and You went on a, a lengthy rant about him. That was a lie. <laughs> I've been playing on him a lot this week. You are very much so Katy Perry hot and cold with this paladin. I've actually been playing on a lot of characters. I got my Frost Mage, Deoxyribos, the Gnome Mage. I, he's been getting Torghast geared. He's been blasting mobs. It's amazing. So much fun. I'm trying to find a ranged class that I want to play as, which I previously landed on as Frost Mage. But then I started playing my Ali Shaman. And then... I started playing my Destruction Warlock. And then somehow all of this led to me coming back to my rep Pally for a Dogs with Jobs raid. And I'm like, maybe Paladin's fun again. <laughs> and I don't really understand what the driving force is. I think my brain is just wild broken. And <laughs> I'll just throw away or accept things as they come on a day-by-day basis. Uh, yeah, I mean, who knows? Like, your Paladin... Like, literally, some days you're like, Paladin is the best thing that's ever happened to me in this game. And then the other... Well, okay. No, I would say... Well, okay. That's a little bit dramatic. But some days you're like, Paladin feels the best I've ever felt in a Mythic Plus. And then some days you're like, I feel like complete garbage. I hate this shit. In reality, if I was to do an average of this whole situation, it would probably be a medium moot. Because I think it has to do with the procs that I get when I get them and how I use them on the current boss fight. 
I think some weeks I have bad procs and bad uses because I have bad procs. Some weeks I get ungodly procs where every single button on my keyboard is golden. There are like six buttons are lit up and I'm like, what the fuck do I press? But hitting all of them just feels good. I do damage and it's just like fun to press. So I think that's probably the crux of it, which in reality is probably a bottom boot because it's a problem with the class itself. Ooh, we really went on a journey for this one, a journey <laughs> of self-realization. But we're not there yet. We haven't fully self-realized the issue. So for now, it's the top two. Next week, we'll see what happens. This is some really, really meta character progression here. <laughs> right? Like, I, I'm trying to pinpoint exactly what my problem has been. And I honestly think it's probably just procs. Or maybe how drunk I am when I play the class. That could also be it. <laughs> Who knows? But for now, I'm having a great time with all my alts. I am not... My alt train just grows and grows and grows. I'm going to have every single fucking... I want to make a Pandaren monk. I hate Pandaren, but I think the only thing they can do like well in my eyes, they were made for Monk, right? They were built for Monks. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse you. My Pandaren Hunter could not be anything else. Excuse you. They've got some great two-handed, two-handed weapon animations. I'm not going to hurt any feelings. I'm just going to simply move on. Aaron, what do you got for us for a top two bottom boot medium moot? Well, I'd love to continue this positivity, and mine's mostly positive, but I do have to file it under medium moot. Medium moot. So, listeners may remember last week, I did say that I had become best friends with everyone on the Ember Court list, except for my girl, Baroness Vosh. Yeah, did you make any prog? Well, after a particularly dangerous, exciting, and decadent party, the lovely Lady Vosh eventually said, We are best friends forever. And you know what that got me? What? Emptiness. Wait, there's no achievement for having all of them as your best friend? Nope. It's over. There's, I mean, I guess if I want to do more achievables, I can do more Ember Quartz, but there's no reason to invite anything to anything anymore. I guess this means that you can invite all of them whenever you want now. So, like, if there's a certain piece of, like, if there's a certain reward from any of them that you want, you could, like, game it, I guess. But I guess, but I don't know. It just feels, it feels like a very hollow experience. I was, I was rushing towards the goal. Well, not rushing. I didn't do Ember Court for, like, six months. But I was going towards the goal here, and then, in the end, it was for naught. In the end, it didn't even matter. Wait, wait, wait. Tell us about your Explorer experience. Uh, I went on stream, twitch.tv slash AaronDNR, and went around for Explorer, and that was fun. Uh, Most places other than the vanilla areas, I'd explored like 80% of it anyways. So I just went around and flew. The only real fun, exciting part was... When I had to go to the ghost lands and explore the Eversong woods because you can't fly there. So I was just running around on my little hands and feeties <laughs> and I had to invisibly go like into Quelthalos itself to unlock it. And they beat me up. I had to escape with my life. But I'm an explorer. That's the thing. Have you bought the items from the dwarf in Ironforge yet? What are you waiting for? No. I don't know. They cost money, and the, the the amount of money it costs is not worth the the joke. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Cheapskate, pe- wrong. Pe- people people have done it before. The only people who I'm gonna catch are like the like Cormax bot. It's like a one time purchase, though. I mean, you bought all those Griffins, but like, imagine the first time well, after you that, buy but, all but, these. But you can pull out the Griffins anytime you want. You can really only do the joke once. And like I said, all you're going to catch is, like, guild chat bots. It's also not just a joke, though. It's also actually surprisingly helpful. I didn't realize how many flight points you just don't get without popping that. I I can say that I wish I had done it beforehand, because getting Explorer, it'd be like, fly to to Wintergrass. I was like, damn, this character's literally never been there or anywhere near there. What's surprising is that, like, even on my, my... two mains i would say 
I, because, like, I, I got, like, those toys, I guess they are, on some of my alts as I leveled them when I was doing Lore Master. Those toys gave me flight points on my mains and achievements on my mains, which is kind of weird. But I don't know. That's, that's my experience. It's a real medium thing. I guess it's officially time to see what other achievables I can do. But immunization, I believe you are the remaining one. What is your TTBBMM? Well, I have a top two this week. And overall, I just want to say that I think this is a top two about how, like, I'm I'm just going to pat myself on the back on the official glow up that my hunter has had. I feel like I went from being a very like mediocre slash okay hunter to now I feel like I'm a pretty competent beast mastery hunter, which this could also trend into a medium moot thing because like, I feel like on, uh, in raid, I like, I like shoot my brains out. I like have like, um, well, maybe I'm going to rephrase that. I like shoot really hard and I, get like 99 parses and i'm like still but like behind our marshman hunter when she has like a 50 parse and i'm like maybe this is just a statement on the state of bm right now but you know i stuck with holy priest this long before it became like cool i'm gonna do the same with bm because it's what i want to do so i'm gonna do it anyways first part of top two that like i feel like i I got the rotation down i'm good i feel like i'm officially almost as good as my bm hunter as i am as my holy priest and also the fact that like i'm timing high keys on my hunter as a dps which is like the first time i've ever done that like all of my highly timed keys in the past were just me healing on my priest um so we timed to 19 halls last night and it was the cleanest halls we had ever run and it just felt so good i don't know I did, and I also just feel like I'm kill, killing killing these keys right now. It's like a spec that's underrepresented in the high keys. Not that 19 is high for everyone, but it's high for me. No, yeah, we we were doing really good. Um, at the time we did it, we were like the 82nd uh, halls of atonement on Proudmore, which has changed since then. But I think we're finally getting there. I mean, you've literally have gotten like this past three weeks. What your best trinket, your best weapon, your best other trinket. Like you're killing it. It, you can both play a max level healer and a max level DPS at like top levels. Who else can fucking say that? Not me. I can only do DPS. Not me. <laughs> I can't even do one. <laughs> oh, I mean, you got you got your rotation a little bit a little bit in line this week. <laughs> like you have one thing to say about this on the end. <laughs> Oh, I, I guess I guess Aaron, Aaron got his rotation down enough for one of the ads to peel off and attack him. So yeah, <laughs> I was doing enough damage that. I got an ad to come and punch me to death and then got judged like, why did you mess that one up? And I was like, well, that's that's fair. That's more than fair. One was like, Rao, why'd you die? The one's like, oh, you pulled aggro. <laughs> you know who's been aggressive recently? Who? Our top two patrons. We're talking about friend of the pod, Tejerla, fourth host of the podcast, Monkey, Ahoy Vince, a.k.a. Nathanos killed himself to see Sylvanas, and she won't even pick up that gosh dang phone. She's too busy being a gosh dang ghost. Enslink slash Drag Race, Crucifix, Saracen Hawk, Joe Dorno, Gershom, Stony Tony's Stony Mama, Hoax, asking Growlina to say, For the Horde. Vanderlyle, who asks that you check out ProjectHope.org and support any of the worthwhile causes they are raising funds for. And Will, a.k.a. Tire, Trade Chat's Fallen Father. With that, we're out of here. If you have any comments, questions, complaints, send us an email at DoNotRelentPod at gmail.com. Tweet at us on the Twitter at DoNotRelentPod. Join our Discord, as said earlier, at DoNotRelent.com. What about you guys? Where can they find you on the internet? You can find me, Alex, or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex. You can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. You, boy, welcome to the Shadow Realm. You, boy. Just kidding. You can find me on the twitters.com at the Big Cheesy. 
You can find our literary musings at do not relent.livejournal.com. I'm going to write one of those up right after I'm done editing this here episode. And you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash AaronDNR. Come on and watch some stuff. I promise I'll be back soon. Soon? When is me going to stream again? That's what I'm wondering. It's been like eight months of emptiness. I fucking, I miss him. I want to see that little Korean dude on Dead by Daylight again. I miss that. You know, Debbie does have an update. You know, maybe. It's been gay updated. But with that, we're leaving. See you guys next week. And remember, another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.